Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talks breakdown of the NBA play-in games today, as well as our top plays on prize picks. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. It is Wednesday, April the 13th, and I'll tell you what, this is fantastic NBA playoff basketball, and we haven't really even gotten to the main a draw of the playoffs. This is still play-in time. We have two solid games tonight, a 7 and a, a seven o'clock game that kicks it off, and then 9.30 uh, right directly after. So we're going to give you a breakdown here, what we're looking at from <clears throat> a DFS perspective. We're also going to share our top two prize picks plays for myself, and I have two from Josh Crash Davis uh, to share as well. All right, let's talk about these two games right off the bat. First of all, if you're watching on YouTube, give us that quick thumbs up right at the beginning here. Let's get that over with. That's important to us. Hit that subscribe button and uh, click the little alarm in the upper corner there so you know when any of our podcasts post. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know how you're doing. Uh, let us share and uh, giving you some love for some of your wins. Uh, we would be happy to do that. All right. First game, 7 o'clock, Charlotte Hornets, Atlanta Hawks. It's Atlanta minus 5.5, and, and it's a 236 total. A 115.25 implied for Charlotte and 120.75 implied for Atlanta. Yesterday, the lines were pretty close in the two games. Today, not so much. 9.5 points separates the totals, so a little more emphasis on uh from the DFS standpoint, uh, and even prize picks, for expecting there to be more scoring, more possessions in the Charlotte-Atlanta game with this 236 number. The second game, San Antonio and New Orleans, is 226.5. So we'll uh, just something to take note of, uh, favor on this first game a bit. So again, it's Atlanta by 5.5, same spread as the other game, 5.5. So hopefully they both stay close. We get a true look here because everybody, everything in here for the playoffs. I mean, you you need to win this game to move on. Uh, if you lose, you go in that loser's bracket aspect of things. So this, this is the real deal here. Uh, no mess, messing around. They need to win, and they're going to play their guys if they are able. Speaking of status, Charlotte and Atlanta – uh, Gordon Hayward remains out, so hopefully he'll be back here sometime in the playoffs if they advance. For Atlanta, uh, Brown and uh, the two important ones, especially John Collins, he's out, Brown's out, and uh, Lou Williams is also out. So little depth issues, certainly a huge loss for uh, them not having Collins back. They expected him to be back by now. A couple of things to also point out in this game uh, during the season. Charlotte was fifth in pace, Atlanta 19th. So uh, advantage Atlanta uh, playing a pace up team here. And Charlotte slowed down a little bit uh, toward the end of the year. They're, they played super fast all year long. Neither team played good defense, 22nd and 26th uh, respectively. So certainly a game that you can attack and some positions you can attack. Uh, in examining and slicing and dicing this game up from a defensive real plus minus perspective, which I like to look at, the things that stood out to me is uh, top 
in DRPM for Atlanta was Capella. So even though he's getting older, his role has lessened a bit with a Kongu off the bench, um, but he's still a top 10% uh, defensive real plus minus guy. So certainly a little bit better interior D against the likes of Mason Plumley and uh, Montrez Harrell, PJ Washington, those guys that do get some stuff done in on the interior. From the, uh, the only guys from the uh, Charlotte side, which they did have two though, it was uh, Miles Bridges and Terry Rozier. We've uh, attacked Charlotte all year long, but those two in particular have actually played def decent defense. Um, where they really, really struggle is the rest of the squad. LaMelo Ball, very low ranked. Um, also, uh, P.J. Washington, uh, Kelly Oubre, horrible off the bench defensively. So uh, even Cody Martin was just average. So really, it's uh, any avoidance at all to anybody would be Rogier and Bridges on the Charlotte side and then Capella on the Atlanta side. But not complete shutdown guys, but, but guys we can uh, somewhat avoid. So let's look at this situation here. Where do we attack this game? We certainly want a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of exposure in this first game. My favorite play uh, of the day of both games is Trey Young. I love Trey today. He's 10.6, well worth it. You know, he's going to lead this game in points, probably in assists as well. I mean, he's just a, a fantasy scoring machine. I think that, uh, I will start every lineup, uh, both cash and GPP, with Trey Young. Uh, secondary for Atlanta, I may look uh, more of a value type play, either with um, a Bogdanovich who's down to five seven now, which is much more realistic. Uh, DeAndre Hunter four three, Kevin Herter at four nine, and then maybe Gallinari's the play here as far as value. He's five two, which isn't a giveaway. But he has absorbed most of those John Collins minutes. You know, he has a higher floor or higher ceiling than most of these guys, but somewhat of a lower floor uh, at times. So there isn't uh, it isn't without risk in dialing up uh, Danilo. But I do think, uh, you know, he would be my second choice to Trey on this side. Uh, you can consider Capella at six, nine. Uh, and again, uh, Bogdanovich at five, seven price. Uh, definitely. Uh, makes him playable. From the Charlotte side, you really have multiple uh, positions here you can look at. LaMelo Ball at 9-7. If you want to play the Trey Young versus LaMelo Ball uh, duel, I think, you know, LaMelo, when he's gotten big minutes, generally always provides the punch. It's when he either gets in foul trouble or, you know, they sit him in, in chunks of time uh, that he doesn't uh, come through. But it's not going to happen in this this play-in tournament uh, where Charlotte really uh, needs to win the game. So I think Ball is a terrific play. He's my favorite play on that side um, of the ball, if you will, for Charlotte. 9-7 uh, is, is a decent price, though, you know, but you're, you're going to probably get what you pay for. If you want to save a bunch, almost 3K, you can go to Terry Rozier at 6-8. He certainly has had some really strong games in the playoffs in the past when he was with Boston. If you remember that run that he went on when they first called him Scary Terry, uh, it was back when Isaiah Thomas got hurt and 
so Rozier has shown in the past that he wakes up uh, in playoff games. And, and that really, uh, that, you know, recency, in my opinion, because it's been in the last five years uh, of a guy that can step up in the playoffs really makes Rozier uh, very interesting for me. Uh, I've been playing Miles Bridges a lot this year. Uh, I don't think he's a bad play at all. It's 7-1. I'm very tempted to stick with him. You know, I hate to uh, pull the plug on on Miles Bridges, uh, you know, after going with him so consistently. And I do think his price is good. I mean, he was up in the 8K uh, numbers there. So 7-1, very, very fair uh, for him. After that, I don't really want the Plumlee-Harrell split. I know there's potential there, but we also talked about Capella's defense. P.J. Washington certainly is a good GPP play. He can have big games. Uh, Gallinari is not a good defender. So at 5-1, you know, you could even go with the going against each other. P.J. 5-1, Gallo Gallo at 5-2, both very fair prices for guys that should get uh, really heavy minutes and uh, be able to produce to those numbers fairly easily. So a lot to like here. Uh, certainly going to have a uh, good five guys out of this game in this two-game slate, and uh, we'll look to move on from there. All right, in, uh, game two, the 9.30 game. Before we dive into that real quickly, perfect time to go, uh, join Coach Talk. Check us out for three days, 10 bucks. You're in there. You see everything that we've got. Uh, we lay it all out there. We've got a, a great tutorial on bankroll management and contest selection, which is more important than picking your lineups. So if you want to check that out, uh, come in. Also, anybody that's a member, uh, I offer a one-on-one to as part of your membership with me to go through how you're selecting uh, your contests, what you're playing, what sites, you know, all of that stuff to really tighten everything up because you really, it's very competitive in DFS and you need all of those tools in place in order to consistently uh, be successful. And that's what we want here at Coach Talks. We want we want at Coach Talk for our members to have a sustainable, steady growth in their bankroll uh, for DFS. And we feel we really have uh, the magic bullet, if you will, to share with everybody to get to that point. So uh, we'd love to have you join us. Check us out, dfscoachtalk.com. If you want to uh, look at us on Twitter, we're at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, if you checking out uh, Crash, he's at JP Davis 1982, and I am at Joe Sarvati. All right, game two, 9:30. It is the San Antonio Spurs and the New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans favored by five and a half, 226 and a half total, 110 and a half implied for the Spurs, 116 flat uh, for the Pels. Injury-wise, Langford probable, and Doug McDermott, only guy out for San Antonio. For the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram's listed as probable. I've read he's going to play, so he is in. Uh, only our buddy Cheeseburgers, William, Williamson, not in for the playoffs right now. Maybe if the Pels advance, we could have a Zion sighting, which would be wonderful. All right, statistically here, let's take a look at a few things as well. We've got um, San Antonio with the fourth best pace. The Pelicans only 21st. So big plus for the Pels guys with the, the monster pace up. 
Defense has been below average here, but not as bad, certainly, as the Charlotte-Atlanta game. They are 16th and 20th, respectively. As far as standout defenders here, you've got a couple. You've only got uh, – you have Pirtle and Murray for the Spurs. Those two have solidified some things. Now, I will say, even though Pirtle's DRPM is decent, uh, he really has fallen off the second half. And people have been attacking the center position against the Spurs now for quite some time. So Pirtle's numbers may reflect he's a little bit better at that position defensively than he was before. Uh, but, you know, that may not be the case here as the season wound down. So something to keep an eye on there. DeJounte Murray is a good defender. He's going to get you a bunch of stocks. He can uh, be very crafty defensively, and I think he will draw C.J. McCollum. So uh, will be a little bit of a test for C.J. On the uh, Pelican side, they have two guys that have also shown in the top 10% of DRPM for the season, and that is uh, Jonas Valachunas, who had a better defensive year than he's had in the past. Uh, he's been pretty stout in the paint. He does struggle at times to get out to defend the three and get away from the basket. But when he's able to, uh, you know, wheel around the paint, he's pretty solid. The only negative thing defensively with him is he gets in foul trouble. And that can really sting you if you're counting on him to get it done. If he doesn't get in foul trouble, he could be a slate breaker kind of guy. So uh, definitely very tempting there. The other is Herb Jones. He's a rookie. He's drawn the best player from the other team every game for the Pelicans. So talk about baptism by fire. He has had a very fine season. He's handled it okay offensively. And then defensively, like I say, he's he can guard uh, really one, two, three, four uh, somewhat effectively. And uh, he's had to do that during the season. So those are some guys uh, we can ignore a little bit. A lot of other gaping holes defensively for both of these teams. So uh, we can talk about that as well. All right, plays here. Obviously, the two that will be the most popular, and it won't even be close from this game, is DeJounte Murray at 10-8 and C.J. McCollum at 9. Both deserve it. I think they're both good plays. Uh, you've got to make decisions, though. You know, for me, uh, you know, I personally like Young a little bit better than Murray. And that'll probably won't be as popular. I think Murray could be uh, the highest owned person on the slate. It's very possible. Um, at 10-8, you know, it's not a bad price. He's certainly played to that. He fills the score sheet, you know, from side to side. So he's he's a strong play. Uh, certainly would love to try to fit him in there. If I can make uh, Trey Young-DeJounte Murray lineup work, uh, that would be terrific. CJ at 9K, I think he's been great. Um, the, the thing is, when McCollum's uh, is in there with Ingram, uh, they do have a tendency to pull a little bit of usage, uh, total shots, just the, the percentage they're involved in the offense reduces, assist ratio, everything is a little bit lower when they're both on the floor together. So that, you know, plus the DeJounte Murray defense makes McCollum, who I've played consistently not my top pick here. Ingram, I think, is healthy. I think he's okay. People may be afraid because he's had that designation. He missed uh, some games on and off at the end of the year. I think he's a good play, though. I think at 8-3, uh, 
Um, that's super fair price for him. You know, he could be the top scorer in this game very easily. When he gets hot, he is very tough to stop. Um, if you want to go a little bit uh, cheaper with Herb Jones or Jackson Hayes at 4-5 and 5K, Jackson has had some very good games here down the stretch. He's going to make a lot of my lineups. Joe Val, as I mentioned, you know, it's a thing against the Spurs center of late, but Joe Val's an expensive 8-6. So this is where decisions have to be made. You know, where are you going to, uh, you know, balance that salary? Now, he's certainly a good play. I uh, don't know if I'm going to pull the plug there. You can save 2K if you think Jakob Pertle's going to get it done on the other side. He's a, a very inexpensive 6-6. And they haven't played him super extended minutes, you know, the way Pop does things down does things down the stretch. But I think they play him. They need him in there. And uh, if he stays out of foul trouble at 6-6, it could be a great value uh, in this game. After Burry, you know, it's, it's a real toss-up. You're going to have a lot of people go to Keldon Johnson because he finished the season strong, and he's at a very uh, affordable 7K. That would, uh, you know, make sense. I have a tendency not to hit right on him when I play him. Uh, he, you know, he can have some really bad floor games. So question is, you know, do you, do you feel he's going to uh, be able to get it done here? He may draw ja uh, Herb Jones too. That's, I'm interested to see what the matchup's going to look like here. Uh, and we're going to keep an eye on that coach speak and beat writer info to get the matchups solidified before the tip. Um, Vassell at 6K, understandable. The youngster, Josh Primo at 3-4. But you have quite a rotation here. Pop can use Josh Richardson, Lonnie Walker, Zach Collins, Trey Jones, Kata Bates, Jop, uh, uh, Jock Landell's gotten good minutes at the big off the bench. So they're going to go still fairly deep. Uh, so I'm not going to load up heavy on the Spurs side. Um you know, I, I think the fact that the Pels are in a pace-up game, I'd prefer to go with the extra bodies on the Pels side. All right, that is the DFS breakdown. Let me give you our top two plays from Crash and my top two plays in prize picks uh, NBA here for this Wednesday, April the 13th. The second choice for um, Mr. Crash is C.J. McCollum over 20 five and a half real points. That is his second favorite pick. His top pick is Trey Young over 30 and a half real points. So he's taken two strong guards, taking their points straight up, uh, 25 and a half for CJ, 30 and a half for uh, Trey Young. My top two picks, some similarity here. My second favorite pick is Trey Young, 52 over 52 fantasy score. That is my second top play. So we're both on Trey Young. And my top play is DeJounte Murray, 23 and a half points, real points. He's, you know, they, when he gets going, I think he's going to be a monster. Uh, I think he's a great play here if you can afford him DFS wise. But I think just because he's such an important piece to the San Antonio team. If they're going to beat the Pelicans, uh, he's going to have to have a huge game. I mean, it's two studs, McCollum and Ingram against one stud, Murray, really is what it comes down to. So 
I think I have him at 27 real points, which is a lot, you know, but it, it crushes that 23 and a half. So DeJounte Murray is my top play, 25 and a half real points. All right, my friends, that is it. That gives you your breakdown of the game, gives you a good look at what we're looking at from a DFS standpoint and also from our prize picks. Now, we will be giving out full lineups for FanDuel and Yahoo to our members and also a core five for cash and GPP on DraftKings. And then uh, also, you know, check us out for what our baseball, which we'll be putting out there today uh, for two slates. And then we also have our golf pod and picks coming up later for this week's tournament. If you want to check out all of it, we give out several other prize picks plays uh, closer to lock for all our sports. Uh, you want to just go to DFS Coach Talk. That's Daily Fantasy Sports, DFSCoachTalk.com. You can sign up there for several of our memberships. We have some fantastic deals. Or if you want to just dip your toes in the water, little three-day pass for 10 bucks. You catch all the action today, Thursday, and Friday, all of our lineups and all three of those sports. All right. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, love to hear from you. Give us some feedback. Give us that thumbs up and hit that subscribe button. Uh, that means a lot to us. It helps us move up that algorithm on YouTube. If you're listening to us in any of our audio podcast landing spots, we do have a one-week free pass that we give away at the end of each month. All you have to do is give us a five-star rating, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. Give us a quick five-star uh, rating and a quick comment. Uh, we'll be pulling those at the end of the month and having a drawing for an all-access free one-week membership to Coach Talk. All right, everyone. appreciate it. Uh, looking to really, really crush it here. Check out our baseball and our golf podcast coming out uh, later today. And then tomorrow, there's no basketball. We sit sit chilly here for uh, everything, you know, to, to settle in for the Friday games, which will be the final play-in games for the play-in tournament. And then Saturday, everything begins for real uh, with eight teams in both conferences going at it in series. And we won't have any days off then for quite some time with the NBA. So let's crush today and enjoy tomorrow. And then uh, we'll get on this huge run starting on Friday as well. All right. Thank you very much. Check us out. We'd love to have you. Have a fantastic day. We'll be back again to look to crush it again in NBA DFS and prize picks.